0: Welcome to the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. My name is Andre Chin, broker owner, real estate investor, mega agent, and real estate coach. We're going to be tackling all things real estate, bringing you guests from all across North America, mega agents, mega teams, we're going to be diving deep into their businesses to figure out how they got to where they are and how they consistently bring that hustle into their business every single day. Buckle up. Our podcast starts now. All right everyone thank you for joining us for another episode of the real estate hustle podcast we've got an amazing guest today with rochelle west and the west real estate team um rochelle thank you for joining us and i'm so grateful you could be with us today
1: such an honor such a complete honor andre
0: thank you for having me so so rochelle you know i've had the privilege of of sitting on a panel with you now and, and kind of sharing some information but I don't know a whole lot about your core business. Would you be willing to, to sort of open up the playbook and share a little bit with us today on, on who you are and, and how you kind of got to this point?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, both my parents were real estate agents, first and foremost. So I kind of had an early taste to real estate. Uh, my parents are the spouses who sold houses. And uh, Sundays that looked like church followed open houses. So uh, that was really the beginning of it all, I guess you could say. Uh, flash forward to today and uh, well 10 years ago I met my husband Josh and uh, now we're the spouses who sell houses. (laughs) Um, Ultimately um, we got Josh was a solo agent Um, he was experiencing uh, a lot of growth and uh, looked to join him so basically partnered up and uh, then we needed to bring on some help some operations and we've just been we're a classic family business so we've just been really growing slowly um, organically and uh, really just following the KW models as much as possible and really it's led us to a place that we're you know forever where we are right now and surrounded by incredible people and quite frankly that's I really owe everything to what where we are today to the people that have come across both myself and my husband in our life in both personal and business so that's the us in a nutshell, I guess you could say.
0: Oh, wow, that's that's pretty cool. So so 10 years in the business um, and I, I love that you said family business. I, I don't know that we hear that enough in real estate. It, it tends to be a bit of a solo go. Um, so so congratulations for that. What, what are those dinner room conversations like for, with the both of you? Like does real estate come home as well or, or is there like a clear line?
1: Um, I definitely feel like when we started, we tried to really keep a clear line. Um, that is not the case anymore. Um, you know, we're both so passionate about what we do and it's so much more than just real estate, right? I mean, we're affecting, impacting lives, both with our clients, both with the people that we bring into our team and the people we work with. So it's just so easy to just talk about it because there's so many more, so much more exciting things than just talking about selling a house. It's, you know, how did you change somebody's life? Like, how did you get them out of debt or how did you really help a time in their life? So it's so easy to just talk about you know, what it is that's going on. Uh, So yeah, dinner conversations are definitely um, a lot about business, a lot about uh, that goes along with a lot of our clients, um, and the people that we care about. Our children are starting to really uh, get the hang of real estate talk and whatnot. But yeah, we're we're a mixture of, of a lot of real estate. I love that. I love that. Well, and it, it
0: sounds like it's working. So so how many on the team total? Is, is it just the two of you and ops or do we have, you know, team members joining now and, and that sort of stuff?
1: Yeah. So we are a team of 13 in total. So we have um, about six sales agents um, and then operations and then Josh and I. So um, that we're kind of even on both sides right now. And I think that's a little bit different compared to some of the real estate teams. I really feel as though Every time we grow with agents, we need to be growing in ops because my clients are my agents. So by making sure that they have the support that they require and that they're getting a lot of value from the team, both in service and leadership um, is really important to me. So, yeah, we're, we're 13 right now.
0: Did you say 13? Did I get that right?
1: Yeah, 13.
0: Wow, that's incredible. So, yeah, so what, was, what was the volume like last year for you guys? I mean, how, how many homes did, did the West team help uh, help purchase or sell last year?
1: Yeah, so last year we did, um, I think, just over 214, uh, which was very exciting. It was a big goal of ours to to hit 200. Um, we did about 96 million in volume, so just shy of that 100 million mark. <laughs> but, you know, it was a great year. It was a fantastic year, our best year yet um, during a pandemic. Um, you know, we really just put the throttle down and, and really tried to figure out how we could come from contribution. And. We're going to sell houses how can we show up in our clients lives and, and serve them and offer them help so uh it turned around that it ended up being selling their houses and and being there for them as a, a real estate resource but uh it was a great year
0: that's incredible and congratulations on such an incredible year it's 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 interesting because you know as we continue to go through the show and and we're bringing on on different agents we've yet to find someone that had a bad year in in the global pandemic totally. and if you- it feels as though we got lucky, right? I mean, this thing hit, we had sort of that two, three week period where we weren't, none of us were sure what was going to happen or what our years were going to look like. And then somehow the market holds, interest rates go down, you know, real estate doubles almost in some areas. And, you know, and then all of a sudden here, here it is, you know, year as well. Same with our team. I mean, we did over 200 as well and we weren't expecting to get there when when the pandemic hit so did you guys have to pivot in any way or was it just business as usual
1: i mean absolutely we had to pivot we had to really come together as a team and there was absolutely fear in those first couple weeks it was like oh my goodness and i'm so thankful for it because you know there's opportunity and so it really took josh and i sitting down and going line by line over the expenses you know, cutting all these subscriptions that just kind of took over there for a little while, whether it's Audible or, you know, the app, whatever. And it just really got us focused on the important foundational pieces that for the longest time took a back burner, which it's such a good reminder to just refocus on the basics. So, and then we inspired the entire team to do the same, right, let's look at our personal budgets. What can we cut? What can we really shave down so that we're really focusing on and preparing for potentially the worst? and double down on obviously connecting with our clients. Um, I really try hard not to use the word lead generation because there's always so much faux pas around it or it gives people the, the heebie-jeebies, but it's like, just connect with them. These people know, like, and trust They're going through some of the hardest times that they've ever gone through. And um, and so really they're not so much a pivot in terms of what we were doing with our daily activities, but just a maybe more of a sentimental side of things and really trying to like hone in on those relationships
0: kind of coming from care i think right and and totally. heard a lot of that i love that yeah. you talked about the expenses so so i mean you guys are running a business i think that's you know we talk about teams sometimes and and you know agents and we kind of leave that piece out right the the aspect that you guys are set up like a business, you're running your team like a business. You know, you went in and started marginalizing expenses right away. I remember being on the 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 one call with Gary and you know, he said, just just go cancel your credit card and and or not cancel it, but just go change your credit card number, right? And and that'll show you one <laughs> of the things you're actually paying for. And I remember we did the same thing like right when COVID hit we just called the bank and said, Hey, can we get, can we get a new credit card number for the business? And they were happy to oblige. And then we went back through and it, it made all those things you were paying for. Like you said, all these subscriptions that, that us as realtors get stuck in. <laughs> totally, totally, And We don't think about it, right? $10 here, $20 here. And, and all this other stuff. And I remember, you know, our ops was able to bring our expenses down by about 15%. Wow. We didn't even know we had that much in you know, frivolous spending, but totally. here we are, you know, we're able to really hone that in. Um, and then, and then leverage that money. I, I think most of us that did that use that money elsewhere. Um, it didn't just go into the genes. It went, you know, back in lead generation and, and I'm okay with, with the nasty word. Right. I mean, yeah. it is what it is, but yeah. you know, kind of, kind of go in that direction. So that's really nice. And then the care piece, I, I don't know that that can like, be said enough. I know for, for me and for us, we've just made that a part of who we are now, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've realized how valuable it is, how much our, our clients love. That we're keeping in touch and caring about them and then if you go back to kind of everything that that is being spoken about in real estate period you know the database and the care seems to be the most important things right now to continue to protect ourselves
1: absolutely and i think so many people are like well what does that even look like like what does it mean to care about your clients and you know it can be as simple as a text message or facebook message or even like commenting on something on their facebook people get satisfaction and like right like you're your words can be something, but they feel your attitude. So how are you sharing your attitude with people? And, you know, I really encouraged our agents to, you know, make your top 50 or even if it's top 10 core advocates, who are are your people that are, that really need your love right now and go deliver them cookies or go, you know, show up and drop something off of value or something, but show up in their life. And it, it can be so simple or it can be an act. And so we really drove home just this idea of like acts of kindness. And we incorporated that into our everyday Monday morning meeting where it's like, okay, hey, I want to hear something that you guys did this week. How did you, every act of kindness has a ripple effect. So what are we doing out there to make an impact on our communities, on the people in our lives, on our client base? And it will always, like you can never out give what you'll get. So just go give. And so it really became a big part of who we were. Wow, uh,
0: You've got to be the first person I've heard, I've heard kind of, kind of say that. And i love to kind of, you know unpack that a little bit um so what, what does that look like? like what are the things you guys are hearing or you know is there is there a template you know do these 10 things or is it just simply whatever feels good to you do that like what what are you guys doing
1: i mean it definitely started with just like pay for the person starbucks order behind you see what happens and then you know i did that a few times and it, i ended up buying i guess starbucks for somebody and i have a personalized license plate and then she posts in the community Who's the blonde who drives the Riri ninety nine vehicle, right? And then somebody was like, "Oh, that's Rochelle And then everybody started donating to the food bank on behalf because she was doing an order for her entire like neighborhood, I guess. It, it was like a seventy dollars Starbucks order, but anyways, all that to say, and and it's sharing that with the team. So I did this, and it made me feel really good. And then somebody else pipes up with, "Oh, I actually, you know, I sent flowers to you know a past client just." just thinking of them and it did start off with just random acts of kindness um and and sharing it and getting energy from each other about what it was that you were doing for others um, and now it's just it's in our every monday morning, i'm always telling people like i don't care if it's the simplest thing of you know sending a note card or whatever it is but let's just make sure that this is daily practice um, again sharing your gratitude it all gives us energy i'm a big energy junkie i really I uh, Believe in you know feeling each other and having that positivity that you bring into the room, and uh, and so it's just a, a daily conversation. Everybody knows that I'm going to ask them like, today to make somebody's day, and especially in this time of COVID when you know you're not seeing people smiling, you know, or you're not getting that you know random touch or hug. We have to go out of our way. You know, Mo Ederson says Mo Ederson says what seven hugs a day? Like we can't do that anymore. So how are we touching people and like really connecting with them? on the inside emotional connections we need it so much more so i just it's really just a constant thing everybody knows that i'm going to ask them you know what what was it today and and it's happening like i just love hearing people's stories and Uh, a small difference you know
0: that is so cool and and what what's that got to mean for you guys in your culture right i mean even just listening to it I, i can't find you know for, for anyone that's just listening and, and not watching this I'm smiling right Like I, I, you know even just hearing the stories it's making me smile and giving you you know like feel good feeling that's got to be a big piece of, of your culture and and sort of your growth I would imagine
1: yeah culture is um it's why I'm here it's 100% why we wake up every day and we're doing what we do because the culture here makes us want to do it, right? To be better, be a better, be 1% better every day, be a better human, be more kind, um, you know, give more. And um, it's great for the culture. I mean, it, it makes everybody feel like they are part of something bigger. Again, real estate is a, it is a means to paying your bills but it's so much more than that. I mean, it, you, you, you do kind of become a presence in your community whether it's a neighborhood that you farm Whatever it is that you're doing to give back to the community, people do look up to you. So how are you showing up every day? Whether you're a member on the team or whether you're leading the team, it, it's really so important. And so culture is a big thing, and it's in our in, on our team. And um, and kindness is is what I feel like you know helps make it sticky. But then also we have great relationships with each other, and it's because I think we're very like-minded individuals, and we all do want to be you know better the best versions of ourselves, right?
0: when and you're gonna attract people that are attracted to that right i mean you're not going to attract 100%. someone who doesn't want to be a part of that culture or, you know could care less about donating the food bank you're, you're just not going to be in alignment with that person
1: 100 percent, exactly yeah so and it's interesting because when you say attract, like for a few years ago speaking with my my coach um and she was like hey you guys you might need to hire and i was like okay well like how do i find these people and she's like they will come like, do not worry. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to not focus, like focus on that. I'm just going to focus on being amazing and being a great leader and, and really trying to dive into leadership and learning and like doing good. And now it's like, I have, that I, I don't even have room right now to bring on, you know, we are hiring, but at the same time I've attracted these amazing people. And I don't mean, I, I mean our team, because these leaders on my team are just, so amazing, and everybody wants to be around them, so it's awesome.
0: <laughs> That's amazing, so so how is this, I mean, and, and I'm going to stay here for a little bit, because I, I, I absolutely love hearing this, and I don't think we hear enough, you know, feel-good stories in real estate, right, I mean, to kind of your point, you get the you know, lead generate, lead generate, lead generate, go on appointments and and a lot of our time is spent talking about sort of that aspect of the business, but here you are sort of doing it through your culture and and just really who you guys are. And and so does lead generate, does that word, I know you mentioned that word sort of, you know, got this faux pas around it, but what are you guys doing in order to continue to grow your business at such an exponential level?
1: Yeah, so our year, our, our word for this year is experience. And so we read the Bruce, I think it's Bruce uh, Loffler. Yeah, Bruce Loffler, the experience, the, um, have you heard of it? The I, I have not, I'm writing that
0: one down right now.
1: Yeah. So this is all that company has created an entire experience, right? Everything that they did. And so we made our, our word of the year experience and, um, and really what are we going to do for our database and the clients within there to make sure that they have the most amazing experience. And so, yes, lead generate, we call it relationship building. Like, let's just go get into relationships with the people that already know, like, and trust us. And so really what we're doing is obviously just doing the DT, I shouldn't say obviously, but doing the DTD2. So if we do the DTD2, you're making care calls, really trying to get into relationship with those people that are already there in the database and they're already hearing from us from our you know, newsletter or whatnot. And uh, we're just trying to get as many data points as we can on these individuals, putting it into our, into, into our CRM and making connections with them. And so it's, it's really, a, it's an ops and sales kind of harmonious working together. Might make a call to a past client and ask for a review and then might learn a little thing or two that maybe their daughter just got married. We tag them in our follow-up boss, our sales agent to go reach out to that person and connect with them and congratulate them. So we're really trying to work ops and sales agents together on connecting with the database on such a deeper level. That is our main source of relationship building and prospecting, if you will. And aside from that, obviously it's, you know, we're following up with our leads and our marketing and all that sort of thing. But I just, I'm constantly saying everybody who wants to do business with you is right there already in our CRM. So just go talk to them and bring value to them. With mark, with prices rising like crazy, go ask somebody that wants to refinance and go purchase an investment property. Value. How can you have an impact on their life? We have so much value to give these people. They just need to hear from you.
0: So, so you're not chasing. You know, you're not you're not on the phones, cold calling for three hours a day. You're not at the doors. You're not doing any of that. You're focusing on what you already have. Yeah. yeah. Now you used D two D two D two.
1: Yeah. The do the. So it's uh, from Bold, D 2 yeah. and it basically takes, um, it's a 13-week um, system that goes through um, two letters in the alphabet, like an A and a W would be together, and you go do all your A's and W's, right? And so basically, it allows you to touch everybody once a quarter in a year. And so some days, you might only have, you know, 25 people to touch, other days, you might have you know more but from that obviously you're going to get follow-up because you are going to be asking for you know who else do you might know who's looking to buy sell or invest in real estate but really that's that's all we're really asking for our agents to do at a high level and then we're following that up with when you hear something make sure to tag our ops team so that we can send them flowers and make you look like a rock or you know tag us in it so that we can go and make sure to send them something um to let them know that we're we're thinking of them so we're really trying to work as a team because together everyone achieves more.
0: <laughs> I love that. And That's one of one of my favorite sayings as well. And and thank you for for sharing that. I, I don't know that I've heard it broken down in the acronym. I should have because obviously everything we do has an acronym for it. Um, but but yeah, you know, chunking out your database and then working through whatever your two letters of the day is so that you can effectively get through that. And and so you know, we got a lot of newbie agents that listen to listen to the show as well. And so we're always inundated with, you know, so what if I don't know anyone? What if I'm new to a city? What if I'm, you know, I only know 10 people. How would you guys pivot around that if, if someone is joining your team with that sort of, uh, uh, you know, lack of database or lack
1: of contacts? Yeah, well, I mean, first and foremost, like everybody knows more than 10 people. I mean, social media, I bet you there's not a single person you'll come across that has less than a hundred people that they're friends with on, on social media. So I would first start with contacting your phone and your social media and right there you're going to have probably 100 people if not but then if you're talking geographic wise I don't know anybody specifically in my neighborhood well then go meet some local business owners go make some you know connections some friends help them right how can you serve other people and then more importantly like really again Facebook you can make a community Facebook page and just start providing value to the community through that Facebook page there's community pages everywhere go get become an active active person in there and provide resources to them so i i feel as though it's very easy to say i don't have many people but there is like we're in real estate our number one job is to build relationships so go meet some people right
0: well, and, and, you know, it's funny you say that my coach always says to me, Andre, we're in the people business, whether we want to admit it or not, we are in the people business where they're yeah. meeting people or we're talking to people. Right. Yeah. And so I think you have to, to, to great point, right. Stop making an excuse and just, just figure it out. Right. You know, meet a local business owner, say hi to someone in the grocery store, yeah. you know, join a club, you know, start a Facebook page, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
1: And it's, it's tough because I feel like, you know, as you age in real estate, you know, all the stuff you heard in the beginning, right? I think I've taken bold six times. I've been down the federal reunion six times. I I've done all the things right. And now it's just, it, it just clicks so much more. And it's so easy, you know, and I just, the value of obviously younger agents joining or newer agents joining my team is like, just take and go do it at a high level, go be the master of your craft with this. And it's, you can't spread yourself a mile wide and an inch thick. You gotta just go do something really well and just pour yourself into it. And it's amazing what happens.
0: Sort of that that focus and intentionality, right? I, I think you got to have that, and and it's so kind of the where we started, right? You end up with all these things on your credit card. We're a business, right? So people look at us and say, you know, I can sell them this, and we can convince them. You know, my favorite one is, you know, for for the cost of one deal, you know, we'll get you ten thousand leads or whatever the different various sales strategies that constantly inundate us every day. Yeah. And and to your point, just just quiet the noise.
1: Yes.
0: Pick your you, thing.
1: You you. you me right yeah
0: yeah no i i fully agree with that and you know it's it's hard <laughs> you know even i remember back to i think we've been in the business at, at a similar time um similar growth paths and, and that sort of stuff as as i'm listening to you but i remember those first few years where you're going i gotta try everything what's gonna That's stick right. what, what's gonna be good what works what doesn't work. work and i remember you know my op at the time sort of saying honor just go just go talk to someone <laughs> and it's it's totally. that
1: simple it's honestly i think i think i've heard have 10 actually probably 20 have 20 conversations about real estate a day and you'll be set for life but be purposeful with that like track it mark it down right like like make sure that you're actually asking good questions or conversation with somebody and it's amazing what can come of that because we're not secret agents here right we want everybody to know that we're in real estate but also like you know be the great person that you are and share your personality, right?
0: Well, and, and truly have those conversations, right? And then that gets sort of lost in that message too, where, you know, someone answers the phone and, and they hang up on you and you go, hey, that was a conversation. No, 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 Engage, right? Ask about them, follow forward, have those conversations yeah. and, and create relationships.
1: Totally. And like, I think I heard you say follow forward 100%. I love Ford. Like, yeah.
0: And we, we talk about it almost on a, on a weekly, bi-weekly basis with our team, right? Family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Like, if you can't answer these questions about your, your top 50 or 100 people in your database, it's probably why you're not doing enough business.
1: Yeah, and a great reason to go get on the phone and have these conversations, right? You're absolutely right.
0: Well, and, and I get a lot of agents too, you know, they, they want to avoid the phone, right? They want to, they want to text, which we now know you can get away with, with some texting. And um, I, I tell everyone email isn't personal. You're never going to get anywhere with email. You can send 10,000 emails to the same person and they'll never use you. You call them once and, and they decide to, are, are you guys training on, on scripts? You, how regimented are you? Or are you kind of letting everyone kind of be their natural self?
1: Yeah, um, it, we're actually intending to get a lot more purposeful with with scripts. So we started a, a script off in our Monday morning meeting where we're going head to head with with each other, and uh, and I think we're, our finals are next week actually. Okay. Um, so we're intending to be more purposeful with it because it's not something that we're doing every day. And so we're starting it off with this little tournament to you know name somebody the the king script off or queen person. Um, and then ideally challenging each other moving forward and, and getting people to learn their objections, internalize their scripts, because uh, both Josh and I are big script people. Being in Bold, uh, Josh has all the, everything on um, on an SD disc and it's constantly playing in his car. Like I remember when we first started, I'd get in his car and like, Bold would be like, I am a great salesperson. I'm like, what are you listening to? <laughs> Uh, like so I don't even notice it anymore and like Josh has something to say to everyone he's just the king of objection handling like and it's it's really awesome and like he always says to new agents hey here's a cd like go listen to this and they're like what do I do with this like I don't have a cd player in my car and he's like oh that's right you youngins and so we have it all in our drive right so we're this internalize it like do it in the mirror record yourself watch how your face you know is it expressing itself when you're saying the words. you know and so uh, we're we're definitely big believers in script and Josh and I definitely have started our careers off with script and I definitely would say that we owe a lot of our success to knowing what to say or how situations and we're
0: Hoping to inspire the team to do the same. I love that, I love it. We, we actually just implemented something similar where we're doing, we're doing Friday script battles um, and we're, we just implemented that a few weeks ago as well. And at, at some point, I know Sandy's doing the same thing and I think Dylan might be as well. We should have a, a, a team-like yeah, script off between our <laughs> sure. various teams. I would love that. Um, but, but you're right, I mean, you know, what used to be said to me is I pushed back on this stuff very early in my career. And um, I remember hearing everything we say is a script some are just better rehearsed. Totally. And, and it stuck with me, right? I mean, you, then you start to realize you're programming, you, get into, you know, your programming leading your thoughts, and we can spend time there as well. But, but there is a programming there, and you're effectively just, you know, reprogramming yourself with the right information to say when those objections show up. And um, I, I think it's important for everyone to be doing it. I know a lot of agents fight it, and, you know, they think it's just a KW thing. But I think everyone should know what to say, or you're just going to get constantly out scripted by your clients or out objection handled by your clients.
1: 100%. And the thing is like, you know, when you first get started in real estate, you might read a KW script or a bold script or whatever it might be. And you're like, Oh, this is so not me. I would never say this. And it's like, great. We'll make it your own. Right. But the point is, is that this needs to be so internalized that it does just spit out the other way in your, and I'll never forget. I can't remember the, the script particularly but I remember being in a basement showing a house and you know my first-time homebuyers had their, their dad there, and he was just drilling me and I was like second year I feel like in real estate He just he was just drilling me and I, I remember all of a sudden like I was like channel your inner Diana Kokoska <laughs> you know it's like all of a sudden all these words just started coming out of my mouth and I was the professional and he just all of a sudden took a moment and went okay. Awesome. And it was like, okay, I, I literally just came out of that because I, I had the handlers, like I had the objection handlers. I knew what to say and, and they were my words and it worked out so well. And so you're going to have moments where you're going to be faced with, you know, difficult conversations. And it's a whole lot easier to have tools in your tool belt to handle them than to have nothing there. Right. Yeah.
0: No. And, and I fully agree with that. And, and I, you know, I think back to a similar situation. I actually didn't win. I, I lost to another agent, my very first listing appointment. And um, the, the confidence was the piece that the client said, because I called, I wanted to know, I said, what did I do wrong? I felt like I nailed it. I brought all the value to the table. And they said, honestly, you were probably the best we had, but your confidence wasn't there. And so the agent they picked, they, they picked him because he just spoke better than me and had his lingo down. And I just didn't know yet. And so that's when I got into scripts and, and I didn't want that to happen again, right? It's nothing worse than being told you're the best or you should yes. be the best for, it. <laughs> but I'm not going right. to give it to you anyway. <laughs> it's one of the worst feelings in the world. Absolutely. That's
1: so. such a great eye opener, right?
0: It was huge. It was huge. And then I took my first bulk shortly after that. And then, same thing got all the scripts and, and started working it that way as well so so what are you guys doing sort of next right we've, we've kind of hit this big milestone where's the west team going from here and then you know i want to kind of come back to that culture piece because we're doing the long distance leadership thing right now right COVID has has changed a lot of what we do when we get these lockdowns and things like that so how are you guys functioning through all of this
1: yeah so it's been hard i mean definitely um I'm I, like I said, I'm, I'm an energy junkie. I get energy from other people. I love spreading it. So I really miss, I really miss people and seeing them every day. We're having our entire team together. Even our, our Zoom, our um, Monday morning meetings are still direct, like, through Zoom right now. So I'm missing that. Uh, but we are kind of slowly trickling back into the office. Uh, we are, or, I guess you could say. Um, and so we are coming back in the office and seeing each other here and there. Um, but really, where are we going? I mean, we're just, uh, we have our goals. Um, everybody wants to really buckle down and, and hit them. Um, our team goals are a collaboration of what everybody look, is wanting to achieve. And then obviously just uh, tying all those goals to what that's my biggest thing. Is like, great. I'm glad you want to make 100 grand this year, but why? What are you using the 100 grand for? How is that going to make your life bigger, or how is that going to impact other people's lives? So just having really more meaningful conversations as to why why that financial goal, which is really really important to me. Like I'm a big vision board person, goal setter, and then breaking it right down to um, you know reverse engineering it. What what? So if you're going to take home 80% profit this year as an agent on this team, or or more, right? Like what is that profit going to do and how is that going to change your life and what where do you see yourself in five years and so that's just uh you know something that i'm just having daily conversations with and where are we going um i mean the goal is 500 units five that's what we're all kind of pretty geared towards and we should hit 300 this year is is the plan and uh we'll we'll grow by two agents this year as well and um and then opportunities for my, my ops I have incredible uh, team members on my operations team and there's a lot of talks about you know whether it's them opening ancillary businesses whether it's for um, administration for them or you know maybe it's more fundraising and community outreach what can we do together to help make your heart sing so that you know our world's big enough for you to dream within it as well so yeah it's a little bit all over the place I feel like but uh, you know, there's transactional goal there and then also you know the big why right why are we doing this
0: when you you know yes all over the place but but i, I kind of i could track track it all with you and and it sounds like the the financial goal is the result of all the other goals that, that's really what i heard through that right there's there's way more important things than the dollar value you're going to be okay. at home yeah
1: and i mean we have a lot of conversations around like it's great that you want to earn that amount of money but how many days do you want to work this year um so i have who are like okay, I want to hit the the same amount that I did last year, but I want to take um, twelve weeks off. So I want three months completely off, where I'm doing exactly what it is that I want to be doing. And so we're having a lot of conversations around time and money, and I think that's really important because I'm a ble- big believer in living your big life today. Even um, you never know if you're going to get hit by a bus tomorrow. So like I don't I don't preach the you know grind till midnight um, type of attitude because I truly believe that you have enough we're all given 24 hours in a day and a lot of us do have children or you know lives families at home that it's like like it is so crucial that you are spending time and important time with with those people as well because you never know when you don't have that anymore so that's really important to me as well and I think that adds to our culture right We like to have fun. We like to have personal time. We like to, you know, be there for our clients. It helps us relate more with our clients too, when we can bring our families into it. And we're a big team and we really do work together. Split deals between agents that we do work together. I have a a team member who's been in in Antigua for the last three months and she's still transacting and it's fantastic. She has feet on the ground here on the team. So it's really about creating the lifestyle that you want and together we'll all make it happen.
0: What, what i kind of hear through that too is is you've kind of taken down the traditional walls of real estate um you know you're functioning as a team but it's it's more sound more like a family organization and and you started with that right i think yes, the first definitely. thing i wrote down or the second thing i wrote down after your tenure was was family business and so you're treating it that way you're including all your agents as part of your family um that that's incredible good good for yeah. you
1: i'd be it. lying if people didn't refer to josh and i as mom and dad <laughs> occasion that's
0: incredible well and and you know even talking talking with the kids and stuff right i remember the first time hearing hearing my daughter sort of say you know honey what are you doing over there and she goes oh, I'm, I'm going to sell 20 houses and and she was three at the time and you're going it bleeds into everything that we do and i, I think there's just that that when i talk to to the the megas and the successful agents across north america that's always the one piece that resonates is, is this passion that we have for this industry where whatever it is we're doing, whether it's investments or selling or, or whatever, broker managing, there's this piece of the passion there that, that keeps us going when things are tough. And you mentioned it in, in your why. Um, so are you doing that with everyone? Like, is everyone sort of, cause, cause we get it a lot and I'm sure you have too. like, you know, what, what does that mean to you? Or why do you want to make that money? And you go, I don't know. <laughs> everyone wants to make 100k
1: absolutely um so first and foremost my favorite quote from john maxwell well my favorite i have so many favorites from john maxwell but if it doesn't have passion it doesn't have impact right so like that first and foremost like if you're not passionate about it skip move on go find something else that you're passionate um and again real estate is such a tremendous career because you can find passion somewhere because it's not all about just residential residential resale or it's not all about condos or you know whatever it might be. There's so many other opportunities within, you know, a real estate, within the real estate industry. And then when it comes down to, you know, those people who do have a really hard time, you know, dreaming, um, you know, it's funny. I was actually just in my Wednesday morning mindset this morning with Dana Gentry, who I just absolutely love. And it was all about this. If you don't have a dream, go find somebody that has a dream because dreams are contagious. And it is hard sometimes, it's really hard, especially when your life is good, your lifestyle is good and everything feels good. You, you find a nice house, you have kids, you, know, you go on maybe one or two trips a year, everything's good. So it's hard to even think bigger. So go find somebody who does think bigger and ask them about their dreams and ask them why. Because all of a sudden, when you start experiencing other people's mindsets and other people's like big, huge mega dreams, well, I want that too. You know, and it's like, so and then write them down again. Like I got my vision board here right in front of me. It's, I have it on everything. I have it on my planner, I have it on my books. I have it on my fridge. I have it at my office in front of me because this is what motivates me. And I took a lot of time and thought to like put this together because your dreams are the whole reason why we're doing this, right? Like the, the purpose of business is to fund the perfect life. And it can be so much more than you here in this moment. It can be for your kids and for your family and for your friends and for the strangers, right? Like, how can you impact? So, yeah, it is hard sometimes for people to really but then I tell them, Well, hey, you've taken care of yourself, you've taken care of your of your immediate family. What about your parents? Yeah. You know, what about your friends' friends? Like, do you want to take your your kids and their friends on a vacation? Like, who knows? You wanna be able to buy somebody else a house who needs who needs a house? Like Let's think real big here. So I think it is hard because our, our, our minds can be small. So just go talk to somebody who has some big dreams because you might well, have we're almost
0: taught not to, right? I mean, and I go through this exercise with with my kids and you know, we've got them, you know, journaling now and, and doing some big thinking and, and coming from gratitude and some of those amazing things. And so when you get into into thinking bigger, like you mentioned. You're right. It's not easy because, because we spend society has taught us not to dream that big. Right. And it starts, I I find it starts with kids. Like, you know, you may inadvertently say to your kid, like, oh, that's crazy. That'll never happen. Right. And they tell you they want to be on the moon. Well, Well, no celebrate that right and keep them thinking as, as big as humanly possible and then to your point who you surround yourself with matters so if if you're not thinking big enough find the bigger thinker and and I think KW has been been wonderful for that um, you know even this conversation and I it will connect again because you're a big thinker and and I find you almost start to yearn it you, you start to crave that that bigger thinking as you hit these milestones you, you do go okay who's got the next milestone and is hitting it and how can I can I can I take some of that that, um, amazing energy and then and then retool my goals to get there um, absolutely
1: and I think it's Gary who says you know or when people say like well I've made enough money I'm, I'm good well he's like well, then like because can't you do so much more like m- like money is only good for the good it can do can't you do more good and so that always sits with me whenever I feel complacent or when I feel like I'm okay we're good here this comfort. Well it's like well great. Well maybe I should get buckle up again and and get busy again because there's so much more I can can do. Like there's so much around me that uh,
0: but I think we, we just don't know whose lives we can change, right? And I, I think it was Clint Pulver um, when we did the Real Estate Growth Summit that, that, and Clint and I have had a number of different conversations. You know, he does the motivational speaking stuff. Um, I think we've got him coming on the show in a month. And um, Clint said exactly that, right? Similar to what you're saying is if you can change one person's life, you have no idea the ripple effect of that. And, and so stop being so selfish, right? If you have the ability to create this large world, that's a part of my why is, is you know, creating a world that everybody else can function in and create their dreams through. And, and when you get into that piece of it, there is no limits, right? You know, the ceilings go away, the, the small thinking goes away and, and you can genuinely put someone on a better path that they might not have even, even seen for themselves, whether it's a client, you know, getting into investments, you know, we always say, think of your client when you're going through the Ford, what if they have a kid that they want to send to Harvard? How are they going to fund that? And, and so how can you change their lives? And, you know, generational wealth, we're seeing change lives all across North America and the rest of the world. So, so I love that you said that. And, and that's so incredible. Thank you for sharing that with me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I love it. I, and again, I'm so blessed to be a part of a company that has taught all of this, right? Like and then and then to be a part of a company that not has only taught it but then has built-minded individuals that you can learn and grow so much with, right? I, I I truly believe in mentorship and and getting to know other people. And uh, you know, when you do feel stuck, go find somebody else to talk to. You. And there's so many amazing people out there yeah. that have so much to share.
0: Rochelle, that's absolutely incredible. We are out of time. And, and I know there's so much more we wanted to cover. We're gonna definitely have to do a part two to the show and, and maybe connect later on in the year and, and have you back. Cause I'm, I'm sure there's so much more in your world we haven't even dug through yet. But if someone's looking to connect with the West team, do they come to you direct? Do they go to Instagram? Like what's the best way for someone to connect with you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, email is easy. So it's my first name, Rochelle at thewestteam.ca. Basically any email you send at thewestteam.ca we will get. Uh, We are on Instagram and pretty busy on it at thewestteam again. Uh, So check us out. We respond to all of our messages and I'd love to connect with anybody who'd like to talk anything about goals or anything of the sort.
0: That's awesome. And if you're in the Ottawa area, you've got clients going to the Ottawa area, guys, make sure you reach out to the West team. We've done so much business. I love it. I love the branding and the shirt. We've done so much business with you guys. And and it's, it's an almost immediate thought you guys do so well at the culture piece of it and the giving back and everything you guys do for our clients if you, if you truly want a client experience, guys, you got to talk to Rochelle and company. They do such a fantastic job. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, if you are looking for us guys, we're on Spotify, Apple music. Um, we're on the internet as, uh, the real estate pod hustle podcast.com and every major outlet as well. You can find us. So thank you so much, Rochelle. And I look forward to connecting again.
1: Thank you so much, Andre. Have a wonderful day.
0: I will. I've got so much energy from you. As you're talking about energy, (laughs) it's just coming through the screen right now at me. So I love it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You as well.